The Blunt Post with Vic. Good morning, happy Monday, and welcome to The Blunt Post with Vic. I am your host, Vic Jaramie, the editor and publisher of The Blunt Post. The Blunt Post with Vic is a program that covers national, regional, and local headline news, offers analysis and commentary, and I interview members of Congress, local elected officials, and other high-profile public figures. Here are a few headlines for this morning and from over the weekend. Former war crimes prosecutor Carla Del Ponte has called for the International Criminal Court to issue an arrest warrant for the Russian President Vladimir Putin. Putin is a war criminal, Del Ponte said, who investigated war crimes in Rwanda and the former Yugoslavia. Pope Francis has come to the closest he has yet to implicitly criticizing Vladimir Putin over Russia's invasion of Ukraine by saying, potentate was uh, fomenting conflicts for the nationalists' interests. Uh, potentate means a monarch or a ruler. Internal White House records from the day of the attack on the U.S. Capitol that were turned over to the House Select Committee show a gap in President Donald Trump's phone logs of 7 hours and 37 minutes, including the period when the building was being violently assaulted. Amazon workers at a Staten Island, New York processing facility won a historic vote on Friday to form the first ever collective bargaining unit at the e-commerce giant. The victory is expected to reverberate across the country as labor activists have long fought to unionize workers at Amazon, the country's second largest private employer. In another win for labor, workers at seven Starbucks stores have voted in recent months to unionize, including one in the office chain's home city of Seattle, Washington. Workers at more than 150 Starbucks stores have filed to hold union elections. A rally in downtown Los Angeles Thursday drew over 1,000 LA County public service workers demanding pay increases to keep up with the soaring inflation. The group, represented by Service Employees International Union Local 721, included nurses, librarians, custodial services, public safety, homeless outreach, and clerks. The rate of inflation for the 12-month period ending in February was 7.9% before seasonal adjustment, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the highest rate of inflation since 1981. The Blunt Post with Vic. My guest today is Anna Hachaturian, who is an educator, founder of Phoenix Arts Foundation, as well as the producer of the brand new film Garuna, which means it's spring. Uh, I went to the premiere. It's a fantastic film, uh, very entertaining, uh, very well done. It's a, it's a very dramatic, um, large scale feature film about uh, Azerbaijan's attack on Artsakh in 2016 which was a prelude to the 2020 attack that uh, saw the massacre of 5,000 plus Armenians. Uh, so Anna is uh, with me uh, today. We're gonna talk about the film and what it means and uh, put it in context um, as to what is happening right now, not just in the region, but around the world. So stay tuned. Good morning, Anna. Thank you for being on the Blunt Post with uh, Vic this morning. How are you today? 
I'm doing well, Vic. Thank you for having me on. Thanks for being here. I know that uh, you know you've had a huge weekend. The film uh, Garuna, which in English means uh, it's spring, pre yes. premiered this last weekend. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It was a great success. We're really happy. Yes, of course I was there. You know, I want to say that out loud and really enjoyed the film. Uh, what a what a big production. Uh, great talent. Uh, a very it's a wonderful film to watch very entertaining first and foremost but also a very important film and we'll get into that a little bit later so but I first wanted to congratulate you on on a huge success you had a full house at the Directors Guild um, and so how do you feel right now as we are talking about this big venture that just like the second phase right because the first phase was like the grueling production of this huge uh, feature film and now it's the second phase which is like sort of giving birth if you will exactly it is and um, we feel excited and great that we were able to accomplish the first phase moved on to second and honestly we're already thinking about the third phase yeah. <laughs> of the film so um, thank you for being at the premiere and I'm glad to hear that you enjoyed the film it is an important one too, and um, we're happy. We feel like we've accomplished something, and we're thinking about the next stage. You know, taking making the film available and taking it further on to the international film market, making sure more and more people can um, actually watch it and have access to it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, for, for those listening and who have no idea what I'm talking about, so just to give you a little bit of context and background, uh, my show is, of course, uh, a show about national politics and current events. And uh, this film couldn't be more relevant to what's happening today. And I'll tell you why. Um, Garuna, uh, Anna's film, Anna is a producer on the film, uh, among many other roles, is about the 2016 attack uh, on by uh, nation of Azerbaijan on Artsakh, also known as Nagorno-Karabakh by its Soviet name. Uh, in 2016, Azerbaijan attacked Artsakh and killed uh, several people, which was a precursor to their genocidal attack and ethnic cleansing that they unleashed on Artsakh in 2020 and massacred over 5,000 Armenians, something that continues to this day. Uh, Azerbaijan and Turkey's campaigns of hate uh, violence and disinformation um, that has plagued uh, the Armenian people once again uh, just before the 107th anniversary of the Armenian genocide, something that we have sadly watched the international community turn a blind eye with deafening silence. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, very relevant today because uh, it involves geopolitics, including Russia and Ukraine and Turkey. And everyone that's involved today in headline news there, except for the fact that Armenia being a tiny nation of 2.9 million people and Artsakh being an independent republic of 150,000 people, uh, having uh, next to none natural resources, um, people have international, know. yeah, international bodies have, have chosen to uh, just dismiss it. But people are dying as we speak, as I'm talking right now, <clears throat> Armenians are being massacred. Uh, Artsakh is being invaded. They are uh, performing ethnic cleansing 
destroying millennia old churches. So this film is, you know, plays many roles. Um, it's not just entertainment. It's a film to, it does. it's education, it's uh, information. It's great for journalists. It's great for um, policymakers, uh, activists, um, anti-war movements. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I urge everyone to see Garuna or It's Spring, which is the English translation. Um, Anna, now let's talk about your involvement. Let's uh, sure. talk about um, a little bit about your background and how you came to be involved in this great film. Sure. Um, the film, my background is education, but I did grow up in um, a family of artists. So I was um, influenced by that a lot. So I grew up with um, art being showcased around me at all times. And I grew up with artists getting together and discussing art, discussing politics, discussing education and, you know, the current events and it was just a very um, educational environment for a child to grow up in. And um, I went into education myself. I'm a teacher. I teach, um, I used to teach high school. I now teach at an elementary uh, school and I'm also teaching at the college level. Um, I'm teaching for a teacher credentialing department which is educating future educators. So, um, and as an educator, I think art plays a huge role in education and also in putting the spotlight on current events and sometimes political events. So um, with that, I decided to create a nonprofit organization because outside of my own classroom, I wanted to be able to make some sort of an impact or give voice to people who actually can make impact, so to help them out. And one way I thought I could do that was through the nonprofit to, you know, give them, if possible, any kind of, even if it's financial support. So making it um, the issues or the artwork public, hosting fundraisers, being able to fund the, the art so that it could come about. And the biggest, um, the first biggest project was the film Garuna, which is its spring. Um, and we worked uh, with Alexander Khachatrian, who's um, the executive producer and the lead actor, and also the person who had the idea for the film. And he, came, he had the idea, he had the vision, and he sat down with the screenwriter, um, they, they together put together the, the screenplay. He told them what he wants and the message of the film. And it was um, inspired by what was going on, you know, what has been going on for years. You know, it started with genocide. And it, like you mentioned earlier, it just kind of keeps happening constantly. The ethnic cleansing or the hostilities against, you know, Armenians. And so he decided they should have a film about that. And as that idea and the film was being written, the script was being worked on, the, the four day war happened in 2016 when Azerbaijan just, they, they broke the breach, uh, I mean the, the peace and they just attacked um, in the middle of the night. So 
and uh, you know Armenian soldiers, just young soldiers in training, um, you know, died, and they they stood, they defended the country, but. Um, and then it just happened again, as you mentioned, in 2020 in a much larger scale. And um, so we uh, wanted to tell that story, you know, and one way we thought we could do it is through film. So, you know, because we're a tiny nation, sometimes our voice is not being heard. But if we put together this great film with a great cast and crew, with superb acting and then we can take it to the international um, film festivals or to, to the public and have them see it. You know, people can see and they can hear um, about Armenia. We can showcase um, what's going on in Armenia. We can showcase Armenia itself. Many people don't know, or if they've heard of Armenia, they've never seen or been there. But through the film, you can see the beautiful, um, you know, the nature, the city, just how beautiful the country itself is. And as you mentioned, those churches that are being destroyed, you know, it's just yeah. the heritage that the, all of the culture is, is just being destroyed. Yeah. Um, um just real quick, if you are just joining us, this is The Blunt Post with Vic on KPFK 90.7 FM. I am your host, Vic Jarami, and I'm speaking with Anna Khachaturian, one of the producers of the brand new film, which just premiered in LA called Garuna, which means uh, it's spring uh, in Armenian. It's a film about the 2016 attack uh, by the nation of Azerbaijan on Artsakh, the independent Republic of Artsakh, also known as Nagorno-Karabakh. Uh, I have been uh, speaking with uh, Anna Khachaturian uh, about the film, which premiered this past weekend and will be going worldwide. Uh, so look out for those. What a what a big undertaking for you as your first project of the, it is. Of the it's nonprofit. <laughs> So good for you for uh, you know going just straight to the top. Thank um, you. There were a lot of things I liked about the film. Uh, one of them is that the storyline, right? So every story, every every film, every play has to have a a conflict, and in this conflict was generational conflict, where the grandfather was a war hero. He fought. He sacrificed a lot um, mm -hmm. uh, in the the first war. Uh, the first yes. war of liberation or Artsakh between 1990 and 94. And so um, time has passed, a couple of decades have passed, and now his uh, grandson could potentially be drafted. And uh, the father, so the, the son of the grandfather, is sort of, uh, you know, not so sort of happy, happy about, about that. that. <laughs> and right. so there's that sort of... Um, uh, there's a, I don't want to give anything away. So there's that conflict, which was a, a great conflict to have, um, you know, and it's a love story, really. It's really it about is. love. It's a love about nation. It's a love about your, your country and uh, family um, mm -hmm. that also then teaches you the backdrop. It's in the backdrop of what is happening. Um, right. And what is happening, you know, sometimes I take liberties or I, I assume people know uh, about Artsakh. Artsakh it has been uh, an integral part of Armenia for millennia. And in 1921, Stalin 
just uh, cavalierly uh, actually to appease um, Azerbaijan's lobbying uh, for threats of cutting off oil and gas and uh, Turkey's uh, bullying uh, post-World War I put Artsakh, uh, an area that was almost predominantly of Armenian population, under the administrative control of Azerbaijan SSR. Now remember, this is the beginning of the Soviet Union when all the different republics fell under USSR. So there were right. oblasts, there were administrative, there were independent autonomous oblasts. So he did this on purpose to, to create conflicts between the different republics and different people. So they would fight each other and never sort of um, unite against the central authorities in Moscow. And as a result, Armenians of Artsakh were uh, in this absurd way put under the administrative control of the nation of Azerbaijan. And what followed was about 70 years of oppression and discrimination and uh, being treated like second-class citizens in their own nation, right. which led to finally the pogroms uh, that started in the 80s and uh, the major pogroms uh, were in 1993. Armenians of three major cities were wiped out. Over 30,000 Armenians were massacred and, uh, and a war broke out. Azerbaijan finally uh, uh, attacked Artsakh. Artsakh uh, decided to declare its independence just to save itself, to save its people right. and what was left. So this war lasted for four years. And in 1994, a ceasefire was brokered by um, the Minsk group of OSCE, the Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe, made up of the US, France, and Russia. And this film, Garuna, talks about the 2016 ceasefire breach by Azerbaijan okay. um, that was basically a precursor to the very well-orchestrated attack in 2020, which, uh, you know, a genocidal attack. It is. Um, and uh, it, it saddens me to say that um, what happened in 2016 and especially what happened in 2020, it did not receive the attention of um, sort of powers to be, I guess, that it should have um, received. And it's un very unfortunate because we are a small nation. Um, we are overlooked because we're not part of their larger geopolitical games or gains, um, I would say, but um, it is still a genocidal, um, you know, intentions because it's continuing attacks. And to this day, right now, as we speak, Azerbaijan is still pressuring whatever little Armenians are left in Artsakh in the small section that is still left as Artsakh after the 2020 war, they are still continuing the pressures, the bullying and uh, announcements of, you know, um, how they should leave their homes if you want to stay alive, you know, leave the lands, just oppression of the people there. And they're being driven away from their ancestral homes. And all eyes are turned to just what's happening in uh, Russia 
with Ukraine or in Ukraine with Russia, simply because there are larger political entities involved there and not in Armenia. And, and even more tragically, um, since now uh, a lot of sort of um, fossil fuel is in question around the world and the, right. the source of fossil fuel with the conflict in Ukraine and Russia, uh, Europe especially, but also other nations are now in need of Azerbaijani oil more than ever, Caspian oil. Therefore, they're even further ignoring this huge atrocity being committed against Armenians. They um, are. The and they're, yeah, they are. It's just, um, it is very sad to see that, you know, when nations claim that they are um, democratic nations who protect the little guy and want democracy in other countries are actually ignoring the little guy simply because they have nothing to gain. And the little guy they are ignoring is a small democratic nation, um, uh, you know, the Republic of Armenia and just... You're yeah, being very I, kind. I'll go further than that and be blunt. <laughs> at, at the end of the day, my show is called, Let, you know, uh, The Blunt Post with Vic. Here's the guy. Here's the thing. What I'm disgusted with. I'm disgusted by uh, um, Charles Michel, the co-president of uh, uh, European Union, as well as Ursula, uh, co-president of the European Union, um, and the president of the United Nations, or I should say, the, the Secretary General, as well as leaders in the Council of Europe and OSCE, and all the other people who get on their soapboxes and talk about human rights and freedom and this and that and all this garbage, right. pardon me. Um, but when it comes to Armenia, all of that just sort of goes through, you know, it, it's just, it, it just vanishes. goes like this, a black hole. Um, yeah. They pretend they haven't seen, they're playing three monkeys and it's disgusting because if one or two churches that were over a thousand years old in Europe, in Western Europe, I should say, were destroyed or demolished, uh, it would it would be on the news twenty four seven, right? Imagine uh, if the yes. Notre Dame, or uh, you know St. Peter's Basilica, or Westminster Abbey, or the the, the Cologne Cathedral was destroyed. But churches and monasteries and cemeteries that are a thousand, thirteen hundred, fifteen hundred years old in Artsakh in Armenia are being destroyed by Azerbaijan, and it no one even blinks. No. So this is it's, what we're dealing with. And it seems, uh, and it is part of their ethnic cleansing agenda where, you know, culture is being destroyed. And so our identities are being wiped away where they're simply just leveling these to the ground. And unfortunately, another hundred years, you know, they can turn around and say, what church? There was no church here. And that has been happening. It's been happening throughout decades. It's, it's been the systemic destruction of um, culture and identity through that, um, together with systemic destruction or attacks of um, the persons, the people in, you know, specifically. Um, and uh, that distraction of culture is also being showcased in the movie in a way where I don't want to give too much away, but um, the main main character 
is a talented musician who wins competitions and is invited to go and perform on international um, stages. And there's just this, I don't, there's this violence against culture that is portrayed in the scene. Um, you saw the movie, you know what I'm talking about with the destruction of the violin, destruction of the music. It's kind of symbolic of the culture that's also being destroyed. Not just the human lives are taken away, but identity and cultures being taken away. And we wanted to, um, you know, point that out through the film. And we're hoping that that comes across because there's a huge difference between just war um, and soldiers. And then there's a difference between just simple aggression and menace where you're being destroyed when you're not at war. I, I haven't called what happened in, uh, well, in 2016 or 2020 a war, uh, yeah. you know, i I've been producing really, my own documentary. <laughs> yeah, I've been producing my own documentary, which which well will be coming out soon. And in it, I don't call it a war. I call it a genocidal attack with ethnic cleansing, because that's what it was. Because it wasn't about yeah. two nations having a dispute that escalated into a war. This was a systematic um, um, plan to. Mm -hmm to commit genocide and ethnic cleansing against people from their own ancestral home uh, right. of millennia uh, and millennia plural, um, thousands of years. And anyone uh, who doesn't know Artsakh and uh, had never heard of it, it's fine, but please do right. Google it, look it up. Right. You, will, you will really, um, you'll be amazed at what you see and then watch the film, watch uh, Garuna or It's Spring. Um, so you'll thoroughly enjoy um, seeing it in the backdrop of what you've learned. Um, yeah, and I think we tried to make sure to portray that in the movie also, especially the, the 2016 attack and then after the 2020, since the our film... Um, happens or the actions in the film happen when the 2016 attack go, uh, happens, it, it kind of showcases how, you know, simple life people are going through, um, living their life, it's peace, there's love, there's music, there's art, and even the soldiers are, you know, just doing their duty to the country, just going into service, there's service, and, um, and then, you know, they're having fun. There's this scene where, you know, the soldiers are having fun. It's their free time, you know, and then they, they report back to their posts. They're having a conversation. And all of a sudden, there's this attack out of nowhere. So it just kind of showcases how there was no war. It was just peaceful life. People were going about their, you know, lives, daily lives. And then um, literally bombs were dropped on their heads. So you talked about, before we tell people where to go to watch the film and all of that, <laughs> talked briefly about the next phase, which is um, film festivals and international audiences and such. What is like the, 
sort of the grand plan, what's next in the, ch in the next chapter of Garuna as then, it sort of uh, moves on from Los Angeles. So the next chapter of Garuna would be, since part of it is educational it, and it's art, um, and it's based on true events, we want to have a wide audience for this film. So to take it as far as it could go. And the plan would be um, attending international film festivals. Uh, first of all, to not just for the film, but also for the country of Armenia and to showcase our art. You know, here's a representation of Armenian cinema, Armenian actors. Um, here's this little country that can produce this. And this is what's happening in that country. Um, and then um, we would like to find a distributor for the film and make it available to the public just outside, outside of the, you know, the film industry so that at any point, anyone who wants to watch this film can just either go to the theater and watch it or could, you know, turn on Netflix and watch it or, you know, Amazon, whatever the avenue is so that it's available to people and not just Armenians, but everyone. So the film is in Armenian, but it has English subtitles. So anyone um, who can read the English subtitles can watch it. And then hopefully, of course, there are certain countries who, you know, do their own dubbing for the films in their own language so that their um, audiences can watch it. So, so the film is available for a lucky distributor. Yes. I can, <laughs> so, I can propose that, make it the most attractive proposal to you. Yes, a lucky distributor can contact us and um, we will be happy to speak with them and see um, how we can work and where we can take this. Uh, so um, for those, I know that it's playing in LA. So... It, it is. So right now we had oh, our ahead. premiere. Uh, yeah, we had our premiere this weekend. And then starting Friday, April 8th, the film is available. Uh, it will be screening at um, Lemley Theater in Glendale, just that one location for right now. Um, there are showings every day at 7 p.m. And anyone can contact Lemley or just go to the Lemley Glendale website and purchase tickets um, to view. Tickets are already on sale. So there's a pre-sale of tickets happening right now. It is available for viewing. Um, so that is uh, Lemley Glendale. Make a night of it. Go have dinner and then go to Lemley and see the film starting on Friday the 8th. Um, and, uh, and after that, just look for uh, more locations and other information. Uh, is there a website? Um, there, is a, there is a website. There are two websites that they can contact. There's one for um, Phoenix Art Foundation, and that's just www.phoenixartfoundation.org. Um, and then Garuna has its own website, which is uh, being updated and developed. And that one is www.garuna.am. Okay, that's Garuna, which is G-A-R-U-N-A dot A-M, which is for Armenian. Yes. Um, 
to find out more information, uh, meet the cast, the crew, the producers, the talent that goes into it. Uh, it's uh, it's a very striking film. The the war sequences are just really superbly done. Um, yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, you also see the spec spectacle and the spectacular uh, of Armenia. I mean, one of the opening scenes yeah. opens at the Temple of Garni, which is a first century uh, pagan temple, um, and it's a, it's a beautiful drone shot of uh, Garni with a with a violinist you know one of the leads playing a violin uh, it's um, a beautiful film um anna is there anything i should have asked you that i haven't um i'm trying to think Vic. <laughs> we talked a lot about um everything but i think uh maybe we covered it all one thing that i do want to mention is because this is the age of social media <laughs> I um, uh, we shared the website, but Garuna has a uh, really nice uh, Instagram page. So I would say Instagram page as of right now holds more information, more pictures than the website itself. But that will change soon. We will be up to date with the website as well. But for all the all of those social media, uh, you know, buffs. The, the Facebook and the Instagram page is Garuna Film. So it's at Garuna Film is the handle for both of those sites. Okay. And of course, uh, Phoenix is, Art Foundation is on Instagram and Facebook as well. Um, okay. So hold that, just, just uh, keep that in mind. Garuna Film on Instagram, uh, as well as uh, Phoenix uh, Art, Art foundation foundation uh also on social media check those out i know that i'm following Garuna as of a few days ago <laughs> thank you and so i appreciate it thank you for uh being here uh, i'm I, I don't need to say good luck because i don't think you need it um i'll, I'll take it anyway <laughs> i'll be looking um, out for uh for the you know all the accolades that you you rightfully deserve for this film I can Thank only you. imagine how hard you've worked, you and the, the entire cast and the crew. The entire cast and crew has worked tirelessly. I do want to say, though, that a lot of the um, the one thing I would want to mention is the, the dedication, the level of dedication has been um, just insane. And for Alexander Kachatrian being the executive producer of the film, he has truly put in his heart and soul into all of it, um, his acting, and then just behind the scenes also, just, um, I would say that this was so close to his heart. And, you know, earlier you mentioned, it's like giving birth, this was his baby, and it has been brought to life. And you can um, tell, you could tell from his performance of the stakes, and you could tell from his speech uh, at the premiere, uh, yeah. before the performance that it was more than a film it was a more than a performance it was uh it was a labor of love it, it definitely it was came truly true. truly um, a labor of love and um we went such a hard road with the film because we started the fundraising and the everything working on it casting um before um covid 
So with all this happening, then the pandemic hit, it just stopped everything. The world was stopped. Then together with that, the war, the 2020 happened. And then here we are shooting a war film about 2016. When 2020 is going on, of course, everything stopped. And we just, the entire nation was going through. Talk about making it making it happen regardless like like we did and like jump through all the hurdles thrown at you and all still it, making it happen so it was insane and i think it made it even more important that the film should be finished and should be made and everyone okay. should see it and um you know make a statement at least with the film if we can well you certainly did um, just real quick, if you are just joining us, this is The Blunt Post with Vic on KPFK 90.7 FM. I am your host, Vic Jarami, and I'm speaking with Anna Khachaturian, one of the producers of the brand new film, which just premiered in LA called Garuna, which means uh, it's spring uh, in Armenian. It's a film about the 2016 attack uh, by the nation of Azerbaijan on Artsakh, the independent Republic of Artsakh, also known as Nagorno-Karabakh. Uh, I have been uh, speaking with uh, Anna Khachaturian uh, about the film, which premiered this past weekend and will be going worldwide. Uh, so look out for those. Uh, Anna, any uh, last uh, parting words? I want to, you know, as we're speaking, Vic, I keep remembering things, but uh, you mentioned um, the premiere date. I just want to briefly mention the significance of it also. April 1st was the night that Armenia was attacked in um, 2016, and we wanted to make sure that we premiere on April 1st. Um, you know, on the, six the year anniversary, six year anniversary of, of, of that attack. So, and, and the title Garuna is kind of significant. It's spring because it just, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's planned this way, but it seems like throughout history, all of these atrocities keep happening during spring. You know, the Armenian genocide started in April. 2016 attack was in April, um, it's spring. The 2020 war started in spring. So it's just, it's, it's this. Um, well, these rogue nations, this is, they, they wait until the cold is you know, subsided to a degree yeah. so they can move around their militaries. Um, that's true. So that's usually why that happens. And let's just hope that uh, we have no more springs, you know? Yes, let's hope we don't a positive tone, like this anymore. Although we have to be vigilant. Anna, thank you very much for being on the show. Uh, we Thank you so much for having me here and giving me the chance to talk about the film, talk about its importance. And thank you for seeing it. I'm glad I you it. liked it. And I hope everyone goes out and sees Garuna or its spring at uh, Lamley Theatre starting next, well, this Friday, the 8th, Lamley in Glendale. And then after that, just uh, just look for listings. Um, yes. And, uh, and uh, with that, I will end. Thank you again, Anna. Thank you. Thank you, Vic. Glad to be here.
Before we go, I'd like to thank my producer, Ricky Herrera, without whom this show would not be possible. And KPFK, the station that brings you unfiltered and commercial-free news, opinion, and hopefully some inspiration. Thank you for joining me today on The Blunt Post with Vic. Tune in next Monday at 6 a.m. for another episode. For more information, please visit thebluntpost.com. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Vic Jarami, at V-I-C-G-E-R-A-M-I. Thank you. The Blunt Post with Vic.